0: Oh, another viewer just came on board now. God damn! So that one, I mean, I'm gonna say is not a robot. That one's a real person because I saw that it just started.
1: Identify
2: yourself.
0: And then there's people that come on playback where they're watching in like behind us. So like, there's oh, some, they're just delayed. Yeah, like those they'll, they'll start like five minutes from now, but then they'll start watching it at the beginning, so they they'll be behind.
1: All right. I've been told I'm delayed.
0: You're delayed? Oh yeah, a little bit. Maybe. I'm probably uh I was I think I'm emotional or not emotionally but what do you call it like maturity level wise oh you're like a four year old like delayed I think I'm stunted you know <laughs> I think it's I think it's the reason why you know you know like farmers beaver like a lot of the farmers we know like they like they're like grown up kids
3: yeah you know heavy uh, grown up kids because they never got to be one
0: Right, because they're like uh, part of it's because uh, yeah. there were like adu- like adults working on the farm when they were like uh, uh, ten or whatever.
1: Yeah, backing up tandem trailers when they
3: were four. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So their their whole adult life, they're just like being the kid that they weren't when they were young, right? You think there's something to that?
3: There is. Yeah, I think like, there. as in, like our uh, the next generation, like me, and, like I can see you, be, me and you looking at our dads, be like, like what the fuck is my dad th- saying right now? It's because. <laughs> we're we're more mature for our age than that like they not they never we got to be kids and then we got to be nut kids to a degree but more than they did they never got a choice it was just fucking slave work through your childhood whereas us we called it that but to them like you know we i think we got to somewhat we we in our minds we got to live our life a little bit yeah i don't know i'm probably on the cusp of that, no, like you know how you got to do horse riding and stuff like that. Like, just think, your dad never or fucking definitely never. no, 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 no. That's not what not. I'm getting at. I'm not saying like we worked our bag off, yeah. but we yeah. also had lives. Yeah, yeah no, I understand that. Yeah,
0: that that's the difference. Yeah, that, like they didn't even have the option to have a life. No, no, it, it, it's it's in their recollection of it. No, that's that, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you um, but in some ways, though, uh. Um, still just having the responsibility that, cause like, I don't know when you were a kid, did you think it was your, like, did you kind of think of your parents' farm as your farm? Like, yeah, a little bit. Cause you call it our, our farm. Our farm, yeah. And then like when you were working there, like you were, like I, I was like, con- like I want to know what grades they were putting on the tobacco and oh, yeah. sold for when I was a teenager and stuff like that.
3: Well, my dad used to bring me in the, in the, in the fucking time booth and, and just write down all the. Like I, oh yeah, yeah, when I was a kid, it was a You probably too. Yeah. Your dad would give you the big long sheet. Yeah, yeah, it was your job, and you're waiting on the time box. Like, all right, dad, what was that? Is that a quarter penny or an eighth penny? Remember? You remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or what was it? It was quarter penny. I think so. It was a it was a Dutch clock. Eh? Yeah, like it was the only maybe like uh, like two fifty and a quarter. Yeah, two two fifty and, and a half. quarter. You know, yeah. it's like you can get a half penny out of this, dad. I don't understand how that works. Dutch We're English. rejecting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want that half penny.
0: Have <laughs> you looked at that? They put it in half.
3: Yeah,
0: it's fucking not. F. I got a
3: funny story for you, uh, Kev, Actually, now that when you said tandem tra- backing up tandem trailers, so I was in Panama City. Uh, what was this? Fuck. This would be. This would be a good fucking. I was twenty two. It'd be a good thirteen years ago. All uh, right. Yeah, thirteen years ago. I was with some buddies. Mm-hmm. We took a motorhome up to Panama City. And uh, uh, we ended up going to New Orleans, to uh, Mardi Gras, halfway through the trip, then coming back to Panama City. Nice. Pan- Panama City, Florida? Yeah. Oh. Which so, is all the- so our philosophy was, is we were going, we left on my birthday, we drove a 1986 Glendale up to Panama City. Which Is that on the Panhandle? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And my buddy Dustin drove all the way up there. Fucking... Didn't look at the any gauge all the way. Up. He drove <laughs> fucking 18 hours through a massive storm. Like, he, we were using three lanes of highway. Transport trucks were fucking pulled over. And at the truck stop, we were just fucking bore hogging it. I'm in the top, like, sleeping my section. Because we, we drove right through. And fucking Pettit's not even looking at the gauges, eh? Next thing you know, we get into Florida. My buddy Goldie fucking gets behind the wheel. He's like... uh You know, we're doing the old pass-off, not even pull over, just jump out of the seat, jump back in. Yeah. Olin's like, you look at a fucking gauge while you were driving the whole time? He's like, no. It's like, you happen to look at the fucking oil pressure gauge? Like, it's at almost zero. All of a sudden, fucking, like, the fucking motorhome sounded real bad, eh? Olin's like, you just fucked us, man. Like, we're we're still still two hours out of fucking Florida here. We... (laughs) we're in the highway. Like, you can't just pull over. We had and an fucking, uh, it was a 5.3 liter uh, Chevy motor in it. We put five liters worth of oil when we got there. Like, was that, there was nothing. Was that bad? Oh, fuck. It was bad. Anyways, I'm going to get to my part of the story. But it's such it was such a good trip. I got to tell you about this. And uh, so anyways, we get to Panama City. We met these guys from, uh, we, we get all, like, Pettit bought, like, a, Fifteen thousand or ten thousand dollars stereo system for a two thousand dollar motorhome. Nineteen eighty six Glendale. Smell like old people. <laughs> like we fucking we slept in this thing for fucking two weeks. Like I slept on the back couch of the fucking motorhome. Like we fucking grunged it heavy. And uh, so, anyways, we fucking we met these guys from Wyoming. They were in the U.S. military. One guy was in the Air Force. The other two guys were Army Rangers. Real cool guys. They're like, uh, yeah, we got tickets. We got or we got a hotel in Mardi, uh in New Orleans at the Hilton. We had no way to get there. You guys got a nice RV, uh, a usable RV. Let's <laughs> fucking, we'll jump in with you. You can park in the parking lot of the Hilton as our parking spot. We all go to the Mardi Gras together. We're like fucking right. We're game because we left going to Panama City thinking, nah, we're going to meet girls. So did. A million other dudes. <laughs> so we got there, and there was it was work to meet anybody, right? Like, yeah, you know, Florida was Panama City was full of dudes. Anyways, so we heard about Mardi Gras. We're like, fucking right, we're going. We went for uh, like Fat Tuesday or whatever. You were there for that? Oh fuck Whoa, yeah, man! Wow. Best best. Uh, we went for three days. We parked next to a street sweeper in the Hilton, and it was, like, the fucking street sweepers were custom. Like, they were picking up garbage, like, eh, a good oh, yeah. 10 inches thick. Beads and cups. Yeah, and, like, the the whole phrase in Mardi Gras like, you know, if the beads touch the ground, it's bad luck to pick them up. No, that's what they were telling themselves. <laughs> the reality <laughs> is, is it was so fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like, you were ankle deep in grunge. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, like, and then they're, like, and it was, like, old school. Like, we were on Bourbon Street, fucking... Like, you know, four stories high worth of people throwing beads down and stuff. And then How old are you at this time? Twenty, twenty two. Did you oh, see yeah. any boobies? I was getting to that. So on the fucking, on the balconies, there's, you know, Mardi Gras got all the balconies going up. Well, on the, usually on the second or third story, every now and then, every time you hit a corner, you'd see like this model posing on the balcony and getting, and then there's a cameraman taking pictures of her, trying to show off like I'm some hottie, whatever. All of a sudden, the people we were around, they'd point at her, and, like, 50 people would just fastball, like, these beads, <laughs> and just, like, nailed this broad right in the forehead, like, fucking almost knocked her out, <laughs> and then she's got to go inside. Like, she thought she was being hot shit, and we were all like, fuck off, like, <laughs> we stared at you once, that's good enough. There's nothing
0: funnier, funny, nothing funnier than, like, uh, I, I remember a potahawk one time where, where, where. where where, Similar
3: scenarios. You're right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Where there's like a girl trying to be all sexy and the crowd's giving her some attention and then she's leaning into it a bit and then someone just nails her with a oh, water yeah. gun until she like falls <laughs> off her boat. And then
3: they just, hate, <laughs> yeah, they hate life because you messed their hair up. Yeah. So
0: funny, man. Yeah. It's so funny because like, because like, uh, as many people, as, I don't know who's turned on by that stuff, No, but it's like, does the opposite for me when we were in Nashville one time. On that trip with um, my my cousin, uh, uh, Michael and Kevin and Paul, um, we were at this bar and uh, these two like, they're really good looking girls, yeah. but they're like those duck face idiot kind of oh, girls, yeah. you know, and they're sitting there at the bar just taking selfies and shit. And then like,
3: you can get the, you can wipe the makeup off them with a spatula
0: and we're going to just get a drink, you know? Right.
3: Like, and then they go they, about your night.
0: They hand us the phone like to take pictures of them or what, No way, what, really? He, well, my cousin, like they handed it to Kev. Did you take a picture of his, did, he, did he take a picture of his dick? Yeah, but uh, no, no he didn't. That would have been funny. But he but he didn't take
3: a picture of them for sure. Oh, like he pointed in their direction, but it's not at well, them. Yeah, but like above their head or you know, you do it wrong. Like I've done it before. You just stick it down your pants and click. Yeah, yeah. Cuz
0: about... like the worst cuz the worst than getting a girl to give you the phone and take a picture of her is then when she'll then ask for it back so she can look at Make it. Make sure. It's, and then it's not good enough and she makes you do it again. Yeah. I want it to be so bad that and then say that's the best I can do. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do any better than that. Yeah. It.
3: That's that's my 10 out of 10. I've yeah. heard of celebrities
1: so doing that where they're like, uh, they purposely just take the picture of themselves. They don't have the person. Oh, that, yeah. You know, like, yeah, I got a picture with my arm around whoever. Yeah. And that the the person taking the picture just takes the picture of the celebrity and leaves you out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, crap, yeah. My wife got real mad at me one time because we went to um, African Lion Safari when our kids were small. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we we paid to have them ride an elephant, which I would never do now. I know, blah, 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 blah. But um, we, we, I took a picture of them. My wife and the two kids were on the elephant. Yeah. And I took a picture of it. It's a great picture of my wife and two kids. They're waving at me, big smiles. No elephant. No elephant. <laughs> I, I took it from the waist up <laughs> picture of them. They're flying. Uh, the floating. You zoomed in heavy. Yeah, I just wanted to. I was thinking my family. I forgot about the animal. You
3: know, and the purpose of what the you purpose were doing. of what I was doing. Yeah. So back to my story. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. I had to get back to the trailer center. Anyways, we so we go to Mardi Gras. I had the time of our life. That's almost like a whole episode I could do on that trip. Right. right. Anyways, we get back to Panama City for round two because we still had like five days left of our trip so we get back to the trailer park. my buddy golden's uh tent is still sitting in the ground it's got about an inch worth of dirt in it because uh, his stipulation to come not from me he was on the ver- thank god he came because he was re- he was re- I'm glad- he was one of those people you got to be on a trip with right yeah but my other buddy was like yeah i'm not really sure if he suits this trip but if you come you know i'll sleep in a motorhome i'm like fuck all right whatever and he's like i don't give a fuck i'll sleep on the i'll sleep in a tent was that your rule too what do you, you mean? You couldn't sleep in the motorhome? No, I, w- I, I already had my spot picked. Oh, okay. But your buddy- I had the couch in the back of the motorhome. Your buddy couldn't sleep in the motorhome? No. Okay, no. cool. No. The two beds were already occupied by two other people. and, and So, Golden's like, whatever, man. If gonna have- Golden will sleep anywhere. Like, right, right. As long as it's fun. Yeah. So, anyways, we get back to Panama City. We're partying it up. We made our own fun. And uh, so, we were partying with these guys still again from Wyoming. Uh, these guys in the military, and all of a sudden in the trailer park, this freaking U.S. government pickup truck, brand new, with a U.S. Gov- plate, U.S. government plates on it, with a RV behind it, U.S. government plates on it, and these guys were like, oh, "That these guys fucking stole. They they borrowed. That's the U.S. government's stuff that they're using to party in." I'm like, "Oh, really? They couldn't fucking back the trailer in. Like, I'm fucking wasted." And these guys spent 45 minutes. Couldn't back it in, eh? Finally, I walk up to him. Me and my buddy walk up to him. And I got a fucking drink in my hand. I'm like, dude, give me the fucking keys. Like, let me do it. <laughs> and I was, that's at least in my head, what I was saying. <laughs> what he looked at my buddy and was like, should I let him do this? Like, he was already feeling like an idiot himself. Because he couldn't do it. And my buddy's like, man, fuck. I guarantee he'll do it in one shot. He's like, I'd, I'd pay to see that. I'm like, so I, buddy opens the door. I'm like, hold my fucking drink.
2: <laughs>
3: I fucking get in this thing. I swear to you, I had an inch on each side. Like, not a lot of room. Fucking back that fucker in right in perfect. I'm like, because I went to pet it and I'm like, pet it. tell me when to stop fucking because i couldn't there's no camera back there i couldn't see how far to go i just knew how to yeah yeah. so i had to do this heavy s bend curl with a 27 foot trailer and a quad cab long box pickup like in a tight trailer double axles trailer yeah tight oh that's a and one. in a tight trailer park well not easy and i'm wasted <laughs> fucking first shot that is like good enough fucking i opened the door did the old key flip I'm like, <laughs> Mike drop. that's how it's done, bud. Oh, yeah, it was a <laughs> mic drop. This is a government guy? Yeah. Well, this is, no, these guys were in the military, but they were using government, U.S. government shit. Oh. Like, you know how, like, it was clearly not theirs. Oh, it was your, bu- but these were still your buddies, right? No, these weren't the buddies. These were, oh. the, buddies that were the buddies that we were, that we had uh, met, their, met there. Their friends? No, no, it wasn't their friends. They were pissed because these guys were using U.S. government shit. So you didn't oh. even know them at all. I didn't know. I didn't have a fuck clue who they were. (laughs) They were just in my way. I was trying to walk through the park, do my laps, my rounds, (laughs) and they were in my way. I had to fucking. That's so
0: funny that they let you do it, though. Yeah.
3: Well, and and buddy, there was a a moment of of curiosity of like, is this guy going to fuck this thing up? Like, we don't even own this shit. Yeah. And I was like, fucking right. I got her. I'll get her
1: in there.
0: eh? Oh, yeah. That's nice. My stories never turn out that way. They always turn out with me in the ditch at the end, <laughs> smashed into a tree. You know, like I. N- it never turns out well for me like that. That's great.
3: Oh, and I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't even a like. I. It was a blur. Like I didn't even. I didn't plan on doing that. I didn't. Yeah. It was just like a. Mo- all of a sudden, I was done. I'm like, holy
0: fuck! It's like that, the yeah.
3: superpowers of alcohol. I yeah. Have-
1: His confidence and alcohol.
3: Yeah. 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 And like that's this was the first trip. In my life, where we uh, got introduced to Four Locos, you guys know what those are?
0: Uh, is that like an energy drink thing?
3: It's like an alcoholic energy drink. Oh! And at the time, they they now have them as far as I know. Anyways, I think those the the original recipe is no longer allowed because it was too strong of a booze an- slash energy drink. Oh! Remember when they came out with, like the vodka energy drinks for a little bit there? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, little teasers. Yeah. And uh, when energy drinks were just coming, kind of starting to boom.
0: Yeah. Then they started saying that if you mix uh, booze with energy drinks, that it's not the best thing because it makes you drink all night. Right. And
3: then... Which they're right. And I wouldn't complain about it. No, no. And then you're like, well, yeah, that's exactly why we do it. But like these four locals, they make it blackout. Do they? Yeah. Like you get blackout drunk. Like you don't remember certain things. Mm. And then... So then we brought some of them to New Orleans. I'm like... Like, wow! New Orleans is the best time. Like, if I would suggest any place in the states to go to, is Bourbon Street or New Orleans on Bourbon Street. Mardi Gras or any time? Any? I've heard of people. I've only been there in Mardi Gras, but people like there's parades every day in Mardi Gras. But it's gross. Uh, a touch. Like, um, it's a touch, but the fun is so much. Mo- like every street corner's got a whole bunch, like uh, a crowd with a massive cross. And there's people with like like religious people with like Jesus signs and shit, and they got they got a they got the megaphone saying you should stop partying, you're sinning, and yeah, yeah. you know, you know, and the end is near. The end the isn't is, yeah. And then we're fucking funneling beers in front of them, and yeah, you know, fine. wait wait for marriage for sex and all that shit, and it's like. Oh, yeah, we got pictures of fucking funneling booze in front of them, and they're, like, screaming, like, you you know, one of those, like, background people that are, like, screaming at them.
1: Seems like like a futile battle for those people. Yeah,
3: that was just a scenario. And then there's, like, the fun was, like, there's shoulder to shoulder for, like, the streets are, like, 40 feet wide, and it's shoulder to shoulder for, like, five miles. Wow. And then in the middle of Mardi Gras, some real important dude from Bangladesh or whatever, Decided to take a five-person limo brigade, and he had cops like on motorcycles in front and back, and they blew a hole through this fucking Bourbon Street to get to a hotel. And I'm like, "There's no way he's getting through." And fuck, they got through. Yeah, I guess
0: uh, if the
3: car comes, you move, right? You move. They're also there. The cops are on horses, and I would not suggest getting near it because we were, you know, I got a drunk, drunk buddies, and we're all they're petting the horse. Oh, fucking the cop sees that he grabs the reins and fucking, and they're like Clydesdales, these big, they're big, eh? yeah, big yeah. fucking things, and they grab the horse reins and they like head the horse headbutts you, like because they don't want people fucking with the horses, right? It's technically an officer, yeah, it's like yeah. a cane, it's like a a canine dog, right?
0: Yeah, you're not supposed to pet a seeing eye dog, yeah, or stick your finger in its butt. <laughs> what? No. That's against the rules.
3: Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. I didn't know you'd stick a finger in a canines, but...
0: You're not supposed to. Not if it's a, not if it's a service dog. Oh. Why,
3: but, we, why would you ever need to?
0: Milk its anal gland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's uh, why they spin do, on the floor. Yeah, do the old prostate check. <laughs> well, yeah. Sometimes I think that's make the poochie happy. Yeah, I don't make know. the poochie happy. I'm more of a cat owner myself. Yeah. <laughs> Less anal gland milking.
1: I used to have to take my bulldog there to the vet for that, and the vet says, "Do you want to learn how to do it?" And I'm like, "No."
3: See, it's real. You want to learn how to do that? Yep. I'm learning this. So for you the don't have to take him time. into the vet. I didn't like, know this. What do you like, mean do you take the you take your animal to the vet to do this? Yeah. Yeah, because he was like doing the spins on the floor, right? Yeah. What they get all frisky, too frisky, or something?
0: no? They
1: just built. They got built up. Right? Oh. it feels
0: like I think I think, and you know, I've never been a dog myself. But I think it feels li- like you got a, a shit hanging out your ass. Oh, okay. So you're wiping, you feel like you got to wipe your ass all the time, but sure. it's, it's not a shit hanging out your ass. It's just this big, like, whatever Anal-tank. gland or prostate. You know, they it's just like, get,
1: they they just got to
3: empty the tank, right? Yeah, it just yeah. needs to be emptied out.
1: And guess what? It stinks. Mm-hmm. Like when you bring them home and you forget a towel and it sits on the car seat. Oh, oh.
3: no. Oh, and smells, that smells is like... why I don't have an animal.
2: <laughs> it stinks like animals
3: And man, just imagine, Kev, that would fucking marinate in the seats like no other.
1: Imagine actually agreeing to learn how to do it.
3: You did? Yeah. No. Okay. I, I, thought, I thought you just said you didn't agree to do it. and Now you're saying imagine agreeing. I'm no, like, I holy fuck. Have. Did he pull a. <laughs> My cat
0: got in a fight a couple weeks ago or about maybe a month ago now. It got a big chunk taken out of his shoulder, like late at night. Came into the house; it was all beat up and limping and stuff. And um, it stunk horrible because I guess when cats are in fights, they
3: they they uh, excrete uh, something out of their anal gland to kind of make their pre- their stake their territory, kind of.
0: Yeah, show that they're like a bit; they're a big deal. Big deal. <laughs> yeah, you can go do that by smell. You know, if that worked in humans, my buddy Adrian would be, like, fucking Prime Minister King. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Poor poor guy's not here to defend himself. He is my favorite person. Like, there's this old Dave, Dave Attell joke that is, like, don't you ever want to just, like, do you have a friend you make fun, fun of so much you just want to uh, call him up and say thanks for all the good times? <laughs> 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 That's my buddy Adrian. I, I, uh, he's such a good sport. I keep doing it. Anyway, we gotta get this thing started, man. That's roll. We've had a beautiful story from the Beaver, but we have to do the theme song or it doesn't it doesn't become a show. It's That's what's right. Come. Yeah. I mean. <laughs>
3: Yes, yes. There it is.
0: Thank you, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Live from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke, and we are back in the pool shed in Pine Grove on this uh, uh, very hot summer's night. Um, We are here with the all-star cast of Season 3. This time, I'm going to introduce... Uh, the guy who sits there quietly, just a stoic, stoic uh, and uh, and very, very integral part of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Charters Robot. Yeah, yeah. thanks a lot, Pete. You know, I just can't thank you enough for all you do for the show, Dave. And I really uh, do appreciate you in robotic form. Oh, that's oh, fantastic. Gosh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, glad to have you back. And beside him. Uh, the storyteller from the opening of the program, you might recognize his deep and sultry voice. That is Derek the Beaver Van Hooten, everyone. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Edwin on the board and the robot himself. It is uh, my old friend, Kevin Van Dungeon, everyone. Yeah. Aww. Oh, you shorted yourself. Always. And I, as I already mentioned, am your host and two time, two time. Uh, I'm President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke, everyone. This is a nice round of applause. It sure is, Dave. It sure is. So I, I really thought with this show I got fired up. I got fired up because uh I was reading some clickbait. You know what clickbait is? Heard of it. Yeah. It's like when they tell you, hey, I got this list of this or this, this, uh, you ever want to see this person at the beach who used to be hot, but now they're fat, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just anything they can get you to click on their bullshit. I fall for a lot of that. Yeah, I do too now and again, but this one uh, I fell for because I'm a big fan of rankings and lists. (laughs) So this one was the top, and this is how bad the list is. This is how bad the list is. It's, It's top 29.
3: Twenty nine, top 29. You think they just stop it short at top twenty or top twenty five?
0: Most of them are twenty five, and then for this one, they they couldn't they couldn't uh, narrow it down, so they went with the top twenty nine. Couldn't go thirty. Did you look
3: at the source and were like, yeah, this guy doesn't sound credible? Well, the source
0: is just some shitty clickbaity thing, but it was such a terrible list of the top twenty nine bands of all time. That I had to, and, and, and by the way, this is just a little asterisk, two of the bands on the top 29 are Jimi Hendrix. Oh, yeah.
3: they doubled themselves up. <laughs>
0: One is a Jimi Hendrix experience, and the other one's just Jimi Hendrix.
3: Two totally con- different things. I guess so. Yeah.
0: And their are are, really, they, are they
3: close on the numbers? or they, uh, they, No, Jimi
0: mean, Hendrix is like uh, uh, nine, number nine, and... Uh, the Jimi Hendrix experience is number 22. It's like they forgot about him. <laughs> and, then and then they, they, just they did brought him back. again. Yeah. <laughs> so, this list is so bad. I w- I'm just going to I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read the list. I'm going to make you guys hear how bad this list is. Okay. Right? Then I'm going to do a segment that we call feedback. We got feedback. And when we're doing that segment, uh, we'll have a chance to digest how bad this list is, and then when we're done, we're going to go in. We're going to we're going to make corrections to the list. Okay. Like, were
3: you able to make a top ten out of those, or did you have to? Well, that's what I'd like to do with you and oh, Kevin okay. today is to, to to try to
0: make a like a top ten list out of this piece of shit, <laughs> or or add get rid of some, add nor- okay. more, like because when I read the list, you'll see right away there's huge missing. Yeah, there's a major uh, confusion. And and this is like, you got to understand, clickbait, clickbait, number one, the people that work at the clickbait things, they are marketing to the lowest common denominator in the world. Dumb young people. Yeah. Like, not just young people, but the dumbest of the young people, you know, which are the dumbest uh, people on earth. And they... (laughs) Have uh, no memory or interest, even though it's all available on YouTube. You can see, like, the history of pretty much the twentieth century on YouTube. Uh, they uh, still have no knowledge of anything prior to their birth, right? You know, at all. So, unless there has been a biopic, unless one of the songs was in a Pixar movie or some fucking thing, they have no idea about any of anything they, to do with rock music they whatsoever. Don't give,
3: they don't give history credit at all.
0: No, and I don't think they're very aware of of pop culture prior to their TikTok, their birth, you know, prior to TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to whip through this list. Number 29, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Number 28, Prince. Number 27, Elvis Presley. (laughs) Okay. Number 27, Elvis Presley. Just so you number 27. That's fucked. The King of Rock and Roll? Yeah, but don't worry. Number okay. 26 is way better than The King of Rock and Roll. Deep Purple, All right. number 26. <laughs> then 25, The Eagles. 24, The Foo Fighters. 23, The Allman Brothers Band. 22, Jimi Hendrix Experience. 21, Alice Cooper. 20, Grateful Dead. 19, David Bowie. 18, The Beatles. <laughs> 18. Okay, eighteen uh, better seventeen Pearl Jam, sixteen Guns N' Roses, fifteen Kiss, fourteen The Doors, thirteen Rush, twelve Aerosmith, eleven Iron Maiden, ten U two, nine Jimi Hendrix, eight Bruce Springsteen, seven Metallica, six Rolling Stones, five ACDC, four The Who, three Pink Floyd. 2 Led Zeppelin and 1 Queen. Wow. Queen? Queen number 1 band of all times.
3: Wow. Th- this guy's a bandwagon.
0: It's obviously cuz there was a movie about it. Yeah. That's not no one's going to put Queen at number 1. That's obviously wrong. The 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 Who finishes at number 4. Now, if people are going to talk about Beatles, the Rolling Stones and the Who, no one puts the Who number 1. No. In those. No. If you're going to say, who is it between the Beatles, Rolling Stones, or the Who? Who's number one? No one's going to put the Who number one, but the Who is ranked the highest on this list. We know it's flawed.
1: <laughs> was Iron Maiden was ahead of the Beatles.
0: Iron Maiden's ahead of the Beatles, yeah. So is Aerosmith. Oh. Aerosmith as a, as a greater band than the Beatles. I'm sorry. Fucking ha- loving an elevator. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crazy. I'm lying. <laughs> Jamie's got one or something. <laughs> That's all bullshit.
3: I think Bozy would go crazy about this.
0: Even Rush, uh, uh, Rush is uh, is better than Beatles.
3: I'm not even a
1: Beatles <laughs> fan. I'm not. Like, I yeah, yeah. like some of their music, but I'd put them one one of one, two, three.
0: Yeah, you can't deny like as far as as far as like
3: their contribution to the yeah, yeah the
0: greatest the people that that are considered amongst the greats. You're you're not gonna have the Beatles out of the top ten, right? Like, come on. Um, and then missing on the list, like, let's just talk about. There's only one grunge grunge era band, and it's Pearl Jam. And then if you're gonna say who's the quintessential grunge era, Nirvana, it Nirvana. Be Nirvana, right? Yeah. But honestly, I would give the nod still to Pearl Jam over Nirvana because they have had like a longer
1: career. Yeah, it's still alive.
0: Yeah, but influential-wise, and who would be considered the greatest grunge band, they're going to give it to uh, Nirvana over Pearl Jam, really. So you still, like, historically,
3: you got to Unless get, they're looking at it like, you know, Dave Grohl is already on that list with Foo Fighters.
1: But Jimi Hendrix made it twice.
3: Yeah, he did, yeah. So that trumps that. Neil
0: Young's not on the list at all. No. In yeah. any of his bands, or it's Eric Clapton's bands, yeah, none Matt of them.
1: Morrison, Eric Clapton.
0: Yeah, like, uh, there's a, some significant missing pieces on this. Even Jack White over Deep Purple, I mean, come on, I gotta, at this point.
1: I know a lot of people don't like him, but Van Halen probably should have made that list over...
0: Over Deep Purple.
1: Yeah. I mean, Eddie Van Halen was pretty influential to a lot of guitar players.
0: Yeah. And they, uh yeah, and... uh and they fucking uh, made a 10-year-old uh, Pete Van Dyke, like, fucking rock his socks off, oh, I'll right. tell you that. I remember, <laughs> I remember put,
1: listening to Hot for Teacher in Mrs. Raybuck's class. Oh, yeah. yeah. I
0: got that uh, tape in 1984 uh, for my 10th birthday. Yeah. I, got a, I got a ghetto blaster uh, with, uh, with one big uh, woofer and mm-hmm. one small tweeter, yeah. and then I got two cassette tapes. Oh, it was uh, Van Halen 1984 and ZZ Top Eliminator. Both good albums. Both good albums. Ten-year-old Pete put the tape right in the tape deck, put the ghetto blaster on his shoulder, started marching around the living room listening to some rock music
3: right in my ear. I'm not gonna. I remember my first cassette tape. What was it? It was Our Lady Peace. Really clumsy. Wow. Yeah, I had that. Clumsy. Same. Yeah, I had that it same was. Album. Good. Yeah, it was a good album.
0: Yeah, it was a good album. Yeah. They got a lot of grief for being like a smashing pumpkins ripoff. Yeah. Um uh which I could see. I can. It's the same style. Yeah, but I think they eventually got like found their own groove or whatever. Well, they after Clumsy they kind of went Yeah, you know how um you know Stone Temple Pilots? Yeah. When they first came out, they sounded just like Pearl Jam. Their first yeah. album, he was, they were doing that. Uh, remember everyone was singing like Eddie Vedder at that time? Yeah. And he, they did... Uh, <laughs> I wanna dance with your That's how... That was from the first album. And then all of a sudden, Scott Whalen decided to sing like himself and then stopped being Eddie Vedder. That guy from Creed did it too. That would always do the Eddie Vedder impression. He went coconut, Sydney. Oh, I think he was always coconuts. That's one of those things. My wife has a very fond memory in her life of a of a of a positive time in her life, uh, where the the guy that she was hanging around would play like played this tape on their way down to Memphis where they were living, and it had uh, the guy liked uh, Creed. He liked Poison. Wow. And he liked, uh, I forget what else was on that fucking tape that they listened to on the way down or the CD, and it was just and so now when Creed song comes on, it brings her back fond memory. She likes it, so she wants to listen to it, and I I can't stand it. Mm -hmm. It is like it's like it's it really makes me upset to hear
3: Creed. Like I (laughs) good old nails on the chalkboard.
0: Oh oh, it's like there's a few bands that do it. To be honest, I've had a huge Billy Joel hate. Uh, hate. it was been documented on his program. I, there's a, there's a, sh- a show called, uh, Billy Joel can suck my cock <laughs> is, uh, is how much I dislike Billy Joel. And then in one day I listened to two Billy Joel songs, the whole thing. And I didn't get angry. And then I'm like, Oh, I think maybe there is some. there's some decent Billy Joel songs. And then my, uh, my, uh, daughter knew I was like open to listening to Billy Joel. <laughs> so then she played me a whole album that she really likes. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some good Billy Joel, but if you want to find a reason to hate Billy Joel, it's super easy. Yeah. You just go like,
1: for the longest
0: time. Oh, Elton John, not on the list.
1: Yeah. He should be on that list. Like he yeah. should probably
0: be on that list. Fucking good career. Uh, like this is, this is shit. This list is like, you only wipe your ass at this list. Right. You got to like, think of it you got to put, I just want to get into this. I just want to get into this right now. I, I it's the meat and potatoes of this show All right. and we just have to do it. You have to admit, if you're going to go for a top ten list of rock bands of all time, right? I'm just going to go. I'm just going to write down right here, uh, nine and then ten. Okay, I think you have to go. That you got to think the Beatles are definitely going to be on it, right?
3: Yeah, I would say Rolling well, Stones. Yeah, but we got to start with one.
0: Yeah, we're going to rank. I'll just rank them after and then we'll, oh we'll see how it ends up well you gotta have
3: elvis in the top 10 in the beatles
0: yeah elvis the rolling stones right
3: yeah. yeah what about uh zeppelin
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: i'd put led zeppelin for what sure
1: black sabbath or is that heavy metal
0: i would say this is rock and that's part of rock
1: i yeah they Black Sabbath
0: also wasn't on that list at all, but Iron Maiden was, you know, like.
1: And they probably love Black Sabbath.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they probably influenced uh, Iron Maiden. I don't know what you think, but. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna. I'll I'll put. Um,
1: put them down low.
0: Yeah, I'll put a I'll put a Black Sabbath on there for consideration because we're gonna go and then va- basically say, this is better.
3: Um. What about uh, ACDC is on there? Yeah, I I've, or no, they're the top fifteen. I'd say ACDC.
0: We'll put them on because they're in the. They got to be in consideration for top, yeah, top. I think they're like top fifteen. How about um, Pink, Floyd? Pink Floyd? Yeah, I was going to say Pink yeah. Floyd. I'm gonna, they probably belong there. Pink Floyd. Um, would you put a Nirvana or something like that? On it because of the – to represent their era or whatever. Well,
3: and they they set a trend, right?
1: Yeah, I think I think they should be on there.
3: Uh, Nirvana. Nirvana. Nirvana paved the way but, in their era for a new style, no? And they they
0: kind of – they would say they got it from Neil Young with yeah. the drop-D stuff. He should be on there too. So, like, I'm going to have to put Neil Young on there even though he wasn't on the or- or- original list. But I would say Neil Young. I would say Neil Young is bigger than Rush – yeah. As far as a Canadian export on this list. Yep. There's no one bigger coming out of Canada than Neil Young for music and Murray. <laughs> Rita, Rita McNeil?
3: Rita McNeil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rita McIntyre? Um, <laughs> that's who that was. Wasn't uh, yeah. Reba. Reba. You know, that's was. Reba. Reba. Yeah. Re, Ariba, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh
0: you know, we didn't like Queen is still not on this list.
3: I don't I think Queen's a top 15.
0: Yeah, I would say the same thing. What about uh, Springsteen, oh. The Doors, Guns Al- N'
1: Roses. Alton John I think should be on there.
0: Bowie. Bowie,
1: The Doors, Springsteen.
3: Wow, you got more than 10 names there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, then we have
3: to do the, then we have to start I truly think you really can't make you can make a top 3. And then the whole system collapses because there's so many, so subjective, too. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. What he called greatest band, too, is like the greatest musically, maybe that's Radiohead or something like that, you know, like, or the greatest uh, innovative, you know, maybe that's Nine Inch Nails, you know, like, you know, like, your list would be different. Yeah. Greatest
1: concert rock band.
0: Yeah. You'd have to go Pink Floyd again. Yep. I'd say Stadium Rock. Yep. But the best, um, like, Bob Dylan isn't a rock band, but, like, Jerry Lee Lewis, you know, or, like, yeah, Little Richard and killer, all those guys, or yeah. uh, Chuck Berry, those guys that, like, started it all.
1: I don't get it, but Grateful
3: Dead.
0: Yeah, they do have their own kind of thing. I think the Grateful Dead has to be considered for, like, the
3: jam bandies uh, yeah. representation. See you're, yeah, you're already talking about representation of a certain Genre's genre, kind of. right? I also don't like it, too.
0: Would you say for the hard rock, the the that Black Sabbath would represent yeah. them better than anyone else? See, like,
3: see, I like the style you're going in, actually, as in each sub-genre yeah. top. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're yeah. talking about a representative from each.
0: Yeah, like I would say Jack White for like uh, post 2000. he's the biggest rock star post 2000. Because no one's, uh, like, with White Stripes and then Rack On Tours and Dead Weather, you'd be like, and his solo stuff. I'm like, nobody's a bigger rock star post-year 2000.
3: I know I know this, they're not old enough yet to get the credit for the top ten, but I honestly think Foo Fighters were. Oh, Foo yeah, Fighters, definitely. I
0: would say Foo Fighters. Um, like, Foo um,
3: Fighters, man, they're going to, like. Yeah,
1: they should be on there.
3: Yeah, they should they're be on They're going to be in every musical hall of fame there is. Yep possible and uh musician of all time Dave Grohl is going to go down yeah Yeah. because of just of his talent right he's been in so like he's we're talking he could like multiple successful bands
0: yeah yeah like and if yeah exactly
1: almost 40 years going now right huh he's getting close to 30 40 years doing it
0: oh yeah it's got to be 30 plus uh 90s yeah, because the nineties over nineteen nineties over thirty, over 30 would, years. Would he been
3: teenager when he was in Nirvana or older?
1: Older, I would bet, but
3: I don't know. Late teens.
1: Yeah, I think he's probably been doing it since the mid eighties, yeah. right? Like just
3: getting yeah. beat up and.
0: Yeah, it's pretty wild that he's like almost that long into it, and Even the fact you...
3: that he still has a voice. Yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, there's people that I don't think that that can can only last so long in there, and depending, like, also of course depends on the genre, but. Like, he's not exactly in a fucking easy, like, he's, he's shouting yeah. and screaming for 30 years. Yeah. I can't be easy. Now, he was playing the drums, playing other instruments, but he's still fucking... He probably drinks tea. I would agree. I would agree <laughs> with that. A little bit of honey. Yeah. He's probably got his own little remedies. <laughs> right. A nice little uh, salt and pepper.
1: Where Where are we at here?
0: Okay. I think uh, I'm just going to put we, – we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. i got 18 um, picks here right now. Uh, and so I just have to do a who's better than who kind of thing. Um, I'm not going to be good at that. So we're just going to go, I'm going to say to start out, we'll do a couple of little uh, just just some uh, like like brackets brackets here. So let's just say Jimi Hendrix or The Doors. Oh,
1: wow. I, I'd give it to Jimi Hendrix.
3: Yeah, I would too.
1: But uh, I, I like The Doors, but Jimi Hendrix is more innovative.
0: Yeah, more influential. Def- more influential. Okay, so we'll go Jimi Hendrix. Man man individually
3: fuck. talented as fuck. Yeah. yeah, man of
1: color, good singer, lefty. He's a lefty. Uh, print, he was, uh, yeah.
0: Prince or Tom Petty? Oh,
1: wow. I think Prince is a better musician, but...
0: Tom Petty would po- take the popular vote. Uh, That's a tough one. Am I right or no? The white vote, for sure. But I don't know, in the black community, it, it, Prince's catalog's pretty fucking stacked, man. He's it would, a it would be, a, a, it'd be a pretty close call, I think, between those two guys. Hell of a musician. Not that Tom Petty wasn't, but... Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna still give it to Prince just for innovation. We'll go with like that you. one. Two on, um, two on one. Jack White or the Foo Fighters? I'm gonna have to give it to the Foo Fighters. I, I would give it
1: only because I don't know enough of Jack White stuff. But
0: yeah, I think the Foo Fighters have to take it. Uh, David Bowie versus Elton John. Oh, That's a I, tough one. I'm going Elton John on this one. And yeah. Bowie's great. I'm fifty-fifty on that one.
1: Saturday. Saturday
0: I would give Bowie the edge Yeah On that one So it's going to go with Bowie Um, Goodbye England Rose So let's do Black Sabbath or Neil Young
1: I like Sabbath better but That's a very non-Canadian thing to say
0: And influential wise I think I'm going to give the edge to Neil Young What do you think? Neil Young or Black Black Sabbath Neil Young uh, ACDC or Led Zeppelin?
3: Oh, Led Zeppelin. Uh, Zeppelin is probably going to take it. I love ACDC, but. Same. Yeah, me too. I seen them in concert last time they were in Toronto. Fuck, it was good. Yeah.
0: Okay, so now we
3: know that. A- ACDC, that was. <laughs> I've never seen Zeppelin.
1: I would love to have seen Zeppelin. Yeah, I've never seen Zeppelin.
3: <laughs> when they first came with the Rock and Roll Train album? Yeah, Oh, it was fucking awesome. I think I've
1: seen them three or four times. It was awesome. Man.
3: Pink Floyd or the Who? Oh,
1: mm, I don't.
3: I, I would not qualify for. A, I'm a going to go Pink Floyd for me on that one, but I would not qualify for a vote on this one.
0: Okay, so we got to go. The top three have to be Beatles, Stones, and Elvis. Yep. Yes. Would you say that's pretty clear? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So of those, those three, because that's. Um, what is your vote for number one?
3: I honestly think if you, What's if your you sent is? those three to the world, you'd get Beatles, then Elvis, I think, and then Who? And then the Rolling Stones. Yeah.
0: But in my rank, oh, Sorry, Rolling Stones, not Who. Yeah. In my rankings, <clears throat> I would go uh, Rolling Stones number one because they've had the longest career, the most uh, still albums. They're still doing it they're still like a great band and they've got that longevity the beatles then second because they are uh, so influential and in their w- music made such a impact and they wrote it themselves and then elvis changed the whole game but he didn't write any music he's a thief and then he did oh, all the shitty mo- movies and then he just wrote like he was singing about like crab bakes and shit like that so that's why i go elvis third that's what I would do, but no, I uh, like your
3: I like your uh, thought process behind that one.
0: But it's gonna be like piss people off not to have the Beatles number one because like they wrote the like, they the greatest band. But then couldn't I say Traveling Wilburys is the greatest band because they were like stacked?
1: Yeah,
0: oh, I should have put that on my head. Is it close? No, it wasn't poop. It was just a uh, just very very volatile air. <laughs> is it hot the- air? Hot. one of these. Yeah. Oof, that one's loud. That was very loud so so the between the Beatles and the stones for one and two, but I think elvis elvis number
3: three, the way you portrayed that scenario, yeah that totally makes sense, and then I'd say like for second second round i
0: would I would have to go that's like Led zeppelin, Pink Floyd, and say, maybe Neil
3: young.
1: Yeah. Because he's got, like, he's been
3: doing it since the 60s. Yeah. I think I think you could just leave it in that order. Yeah. Oh, really?
0: What did I say first, Zeppelin or Pink Floyd? Zeppelin. Zeppelin. So then it was, like, Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, and then Neil Young.
1: <laughs> Anybody younger than us is just like, what?
0: Yeah. And then would we go Foo Fighters? Yes. Or... And then there's David Bowie.
3: Grateful Dead. You're at what seven, eight right now? Seven eight
0: nine? Yeah, we're at uh, seven eight nine. I think the foo's need to be DC. In there A C D C. Yeah, I think the foo's gotta be in there somewhere.
3: A C D C ten.
0: Okay. A C D C ten. And then Foo Fighters, I'll put it say Foo Fighters. Eight, nine. Say eight or nine? And then we got still we N- said Nirvana See like I put Foo Fighters as a better band than Nirvana just cuz they got lots more albums, lots more hits. You and know? and,
3: and, and I think Nirvana. I think Foo Fighters you got to give them their time credit because they yeah. they've, they like Nirvana it yeah, you're right. They they're going to hurt on the scale because of the lack of longevity in the career.
1: Pat Smear and Dave Grohl are still together from Nirvana.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So I, I think I think the Foo's get it.
0: Yeah, I think so too. So, so we'll put them, put the Foo Fighters. I can't believe they're number one. From what the era? <laughs> All right. So it's a, and then uh, so that's four, five, six, seven. We know what Ten. We need eight and nine now. What are What do we got? Eight. we got Jimi Hendrix, Prince, oh, Tom yeah. Petty, David Bowie, Elton John, Nirvana.
1: I think Jimmy needs to go in there.
0: Okay. Jimi Hendrix, I can live with that. And so that's eight. So we still need number nine. I got to go Bowie. Nine, yeah. David Bowie.
1: Yeah, cause what a showman, right?
0: Yeah, and if and if you listen to his last album, Black Star, he made that when he was dying. He knew he was dying, and it's fucking brilliant. It's like his best work. He made his best work when he's dying, like that's like how can you do any better than that? Like I thought crazy, crazy good. How good that album is, but very underrated that Black Star album, but and every album reinvents himself and yeah. r- really kind of like So, this is our top 10. We got it. This is better than. um, One click. Better than anything. This is not a clickbait thing, but this is our our list. And number 10, ACDC. Number nine, David Bowie. Number eight, Jimi Hendrix. Number seven, Foo Fighters. Number six, Neil Young. Number five, Pink Floyd. Number four, Led Zeppelin. Number three, Elvis Presley. Number two, The Beatles. Number one, Rolling Stones. Dutch Hall list, top ten. Fuck you guys if you don't agree with it.
3: There's some even in there that weren't even on that other list. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. If they got a problem, how can they tell us?
0: Oh. Well, I'm I'm glad you asked, Kevin, because we do a segment that we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. Come on. This week's uh, segment is brought to you, as always, by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and you click on our Amazon banner, you do your shopping, and then some of that money will not fund the dick ship to the space for Bezos and those bozos. So uh, they'll come to us, bozos, and we (laughs) will spend it on candy and hookers and whatever we do. So th- uh, thank you to everyone that does that. Also, you can support us by going to our Patreon. If you go to uh, patreon.com slash Dutch Hall, you can uh, see all the different ways you can support our show. And right now, our queen is Jen Husko.
1: Still the queen.
0: And uh, she's the only person that gives us money. We make $120 a year off of this woman. And that's what we're raking in off of Patreon. And I got to tell you, I am making it rain <laughs> with her money. So thank you, Jen. We are making it rain with your money, and you are the person that we love the most. Any other person, I don't care what you know. We call you a Diamond Club member. You know, Lori, and uh, you know, uh, you know, you're just not. You know, you're a great listener. We love you, but you're not anywhere close to Jen. She makes you look like just a piece of dung. She'll always
1: be the first, too.
0: Yeah, she'll always be the first. She'll always be our favorite until she stops paying us. Then.
3: Jen, you're a, you're so, a yeah, thin ice. Let, yeah. let, let's not count those eggs yet, though. Oh, what are you talking be, about? She'll be back. You never talk about a negative situation.
0: Oh, that's right. She's not going right. to stop. She's yeah. just going to keep throwing money. <laughs> she'll probably just w- wake up one day and say, I haven't even given <laughs> him enough money. I might want to just throw <laughs> him more money. Yeah. You know, that's that's what the we want to hear. Yeah, yeah. That's probably going to happen. And uh, so the only other sponsor we need to talk about is uh, a BetterHelp. They're a sponsor of our program. And uh, just as a little aside, if you know, if for those of you who to this program, you know that I struggle with mental uh, illness or mental health problems, and I have for a number of years, but uh, I, through the help of uh, therapy, amongst a lot of other things I've did, uh, I've really uh, put myself in a way better place. I'm really happy about it. And I think that you guys, uh, if you're listening to this and you're struggling with anything in your life... I think it would really be in your best interest to go get that, get your head taken care of and get your uh, everything set straight so you can uh, make your life a ton easier, you know, not dealing with all that nonsense, all that bullshit that's uh, banging around in your head. It's not really worth spending your time and effort worrying about. That's why we're really proud to have BetterHelp as a sponsor of this program. BetterHelp is uh, not a crisis line. It's not a self-help line. It's professional counseling done discreetly online. It's available uh, anywhere you are in the world. Uh, It is uh, within, uh, if you reach out to them within uh, 48 hours, they're going to have you connected with a licensed professional who can talk to you about your problems ranging from whatever it is, if it's substance abuse, if it's, uh, you know, identity issues, if it's, uh, depression, anxiety, uh, uh relationship problems, uh, problems with your teenager problems with, uh, you know, your, your relationship with your parents, whatever it is, if it's something that's causing you to be worried about that crap and not doing the things you want to do with your life, go give better help a try. Go to, uh, better help.com slash Dutch hall, and, uh, you will, uh, be able to, uh, Get a Dutch haul discount of ten percent off your first month. That's better. dot slash Dutch Hall, and you'll get. Uh, Oops, I'll have to. We're starting to go in and out on our thing here. I'm just gonna have to fix this. Uh, our feed's starting to fuck up. There we go. I think I fixed it. There we go. So uh, again, let me just finish this ad. Where's BetterHelp? There it is. BetterHelp.com slash Dutch Hall to get 10% off your first month. And Beaver, do you know that line? Click for a better tomorrow. There we go. That's all our ads. Now, we've gone in an unprecedented um, uh, uh, drought on this program uh, for feedback. Uh, We have gone weeks and weeks, the longest we've ever gone, without anyone telling us what they
3: thought of our show. Crickets, eh? Just nothing. It was really, really something else. Especially when we've thrown some, uh, some, uh, some bangers at him, eh? We've been throwing some. Bangers. Yeah, there's some
0: real de- delights for it, like shows that were real good. And then, um, but this week, the Val Cole show went out, and uh, I got um, a real live piece of feedback. And it should be of no surprise. It's from one of our Diamond Club uh, members. All the way from the beautiful country of Australia. Ah. Oh, really? Yeah, Emil van Steek. Oh, we got him back. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We we he didn't go nowhere. I he was didn't worried. go anywhere at all. He said he just listened to the episode with Val Cole. Enjoyed it. Wonderful. Yes. And Sometime- then he went. And he said, "Not sure what you'd done differently because this episode I heard clearly. Been a long time since they've been loud enough to hear properly." Mm. Which, which is, like, I got to tell you something. This speaks volumes about Emil. This speaks volumes about the dude because he's been listening to our show for years from across the oceans. I don't even know how it gets there. Yeah. Miraculous. The cloud. <laughs> and, it, and our voices are going all the way to the other side of the earth. This guy's listening to us. Can't even hear us. And he uh, still listens. Every still uh, hangs in there. Still hangs in there. What Can't even hear what we're saying. And he still listens. There's just something about the the muffled, like mutterings that are going on in the background that makes us cows just squirt out milk. I bet that's
3: awesome. Hey, the commitment with him is. What's his astronomical. name? Astronomical. Emil. Emil. Can I give him a round of applause? Yeah, please do.
0: He yeah, he's a Diamond Club member. But anyways, uh, uh, Emil, thank you for so much. I really do appreciate anybody. And there's uh, uh, Ryan uh, 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 Van de Vondervoort also likes to occasionally tell us through Michael as a conduit. Uh, will tell us if our show sounds like shit or whatever, mm-hmm. and it helps uh, us to make improvements. So I really do appreciate when people reach out and tell us, even if it's just a technical issue like that. Yeah, man. But don't 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 write off the fact that he said enjoyed it <laughs>
3: yeah that's what i liked
0: right off the get-go yeah that's yeah. a good that's that's that that enjoyed it come on yeah let's go most yeah. people find this horribly boring yeah <laughs> we now, have... most people aren't <laughs> listening by now yeah this is <laughs> this isn't the part of the show that nobody's still listening
3: to <laughs> Pete, they got to still the ever the world's got to give us credit for the fact that we're uh, still coming up with stories after this many years
0: <laughs> yeah i know eh i know and uh, most of them are true
3: <laughs> yeah yeah with a a a kicker here and there added and a little, punch uh, up. A little a, yeah a little flare yeah i still can't i still haven't been able to figure
0: out how to tell my favorite story is uh the one from uh the favor, my favorite story of anything that's ever happened to me is like when we i went to dave's Charter's stag and uh Your delivery's not been there yet uh on the story yeah uh, i can't figure out an ending like that. I know, I know what happens, like what the big punchline is, but then I don't know how to end it after that. Like I don't, I, I can't end it at the punchline because then it just like kind of leaves leaves, leaves a, a cliffhanger. Yeah, so I got to like tie it up somehow. So I got to have it like a beginning and an end. So I got to massage it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I tried that story on stage once, and it was it
1: wasn't the greatest. No, didn't fly.
0: It was just long because, and then I didn't, it made it, I I, I made it about this tea, his, his shirt or something like that. The funniest is just the fact that he's, he was just like a, a drunk person who didn't care about the strippers at all. <laughs> right? The
3: yeah. welfare of other beings.
0: No, you know how like some guys will like, like get all like nervous around a stripper or something like that because they're like they're like uh, supposed to be like hot or something on pedestal so they like treat him like and then dave could care less like he <laughs> he didn't even want to be like he was like he was marrying my cousin so th- this is a good thing he, he didn't really want to be there he wasn't trying to you know like uh, be a part of this thing and if you're a groom at a strip club like on a bachelor party or something like that they're mostly going to humiliate you yeah. right yeah it's not gonna be fun no they're going
3: for your buddies are going for the ugliest thing in the room (laughs) yeah
0: and i don't understand why um well i think that's hilarious but by the way (laughs) ugliest person in the room oh yeah i did that for a guy that was marrying a different one of my cousins and i was at his uh his stag and uh we were at solids
3: in london was there an injury
0: was there an injury in the strip
3: club Oh, like if you're usually, uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, no, this girl. is a th- bad experience usually also on top of the, oh, fuck, now I got to do go through with this.
0: Oh, yeah, this is what, the, I forgot the, anyways, I'll tell the whole thing. This girl, as soon as I walked in the strip club, I could see her. She had a back on her, like a, she was like a good four foot across her back. It Linebacker. A, Solid gal. Oh, yeah. No bum or nothing to speak of for legs. <laughs> you know? her like. All back and shoulders. She was very much built up, like the Tasmanian devil. You know, like <laughs> yeah, the, like the cartoon. picture in my head. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she was uh, not um, <laughs> a nice rounded shoulder on her. I'd oh, say yeah. a nice rounded shoulder, nice curve. Sounds um, like a bit of a slouch. Yeah, a little bit of a slouch. I I don't think she was the most confident girl in the place. Maybe a little question mark shaped.
3: And, uh, you're putting a heavy picture in my head right now. So I no, was no pun intended. I was surprised at her career choice, to be honest with you. I was surprised. This woman looks in the mirror and is like, you know what? Tonight, like every other night, people are going to pay to see me take this off.
0: And I saw her and I thought, this is, per- <laughs> this is perfect for my, uh, my cousin's soon to be husband. Because he's going to appreciate my cousin more after he sees this. Right. There was purpose behind this. Like, he's going to...
1: It wasn't for your entertainment. You were doing a favor.
0: Right. So, I go right up to this girl, and I buy... I say, can you go over and give my poor friend a dance there, you know? He hasn't been with a woman his whole life. (laughs) And then... uh, So, then she takes him into the back, eh? And, uh, And I'm just laughing with my friends, you know, that I've got one over on this dude. And then I forget... Cause as soon as she comes out, she comes and grabs my
3: hand and, uh, your cousin's like, Hey, uh, well, now that you're done with me, you mind going to take cousin Paul or cousin Pete, return that favor. Return yeah. That v-
0: That was just a delight. You know, who'd like this? Pete would like this. Yeah. You know, here's 20 bucks. Go get Pete. So I was like, damn it.
1: It's 40 do two songs. So
0: I'm going in this, uh, <laughs> I'm going in the back room with the same, a uh, brute, eh? <laughs> and, um, you got to sit like shoulder to shoulder in these back rooms, eh? Like in this particular one, you got to sit, sit, sit shoulder to shoulder. It's like a bunch of like chairs like what you're in now, mm-hmm. but like side by side and it's just like lined up, you know? So
3: you got another dude like two inches from you.
0: Well, like a chair's length yeah. or
3: like maybe there's a coffee table between there or something like that. Awkwardness at its highest level. But two
0: chairs over is uh, another cousin of mine. Who hasn't let the girl take one stitch of clothes off and he's seen how long he can take her or talk to her for and <laughs> get her not to dance ever. Like, so he doesn't pay her anything really. He just chats with just her gets her up. not to make money, Yeah, which I don't understand if that's helping her or not. But it was, he was making her laugh so much. Like she was howling laughing. Mm-hmm. And then, cause all of a sudden I, I sit down with this bruiser and then you can hear my cousin like from two over. Hey, that's my cousin Pete, you know, <laughs> and then he's like, inter- he's introducing me to his girl or whatever, you know,
3: I, re- I, I'm, I can almost probably guess if I wanted to. Yeah. Who it is. Yeah.
0: And then she, the girls uh, says the girl laughs and she says to me, he won't let me take my clothes off. <laughs> um, shit. Yeah, yeah, so then, you guys are all howling back there. Yeah. It was funny. It was really funny, but we're not doing it right. You know, like, that is not the way it's supposed to go. No, that's not protocol. It's almost the opposite. The, the way it's supposed to go is, like, uncomfortable creepiness, you know, like, rubbed up against until you, like, come in your pants or whatever you do, you know? That's not interesting to me and mo- most of my cousins. We want to just go and fuck around, you know? Right. One time, uh... You know what I like, too,
1: is other people thought you picked that girl.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, for your your dance.
3: Yeah, yeah. I like that part of that story, too. Yeah, because you can't shake your head in shame because otherwise, yeah, then you've created a real awkward situation.
0: I also, liked at one time I was in a strip club with my youngest cousin, and uh, he was just of age, I remember at the time, to uh, go into a strip club. I feel bad about this now because I have kids that are that age. (laughs) But we were in a strip club, and it was, like, his first time or whatever in one of them. So I got him a dance with like this girl, like a, she is. I got a, like a, the deepest, the darkest of Af- Africa. Like he had. uh I just thought I wanted to get him something that was exotic that he hadn't hadn't seen before, you know. <laughs> so I got. So him. your heart was there. Yeah. Turns out he was a huge fan. He, he <laughs> enjoyed it. He yeah. enjoyed every minute of it. He's great for p- performer. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I feel bad in a way of. of uh of like, uh, I don't want to be that guy, you know. That like, like uh, pollutes a young person.
2: Uh-huh. You know,
0: I want them to do it on their own. He'll never forget Uncle Pete. It was I'm his cousin. Or, or sorry, I'm a, sorry, cousin Pete. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm his cousin. I, he has no respect for me. Like, I'm I'm the same. Right, right. But he was a baby when
1: Uncle Pete will be doing that one day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uncle Pete. Uh, I, don't, uh, know, I don't know. I got a lot of nephews, uh, but I would never take him to a prostitute. You know, <laughs> I would never like want to take my nephew to a prostitute, you know, you have a son. Yes. So like, let's say your son's like 20 and you just know he's like a hopeless virgin. He's just been playing video games and he's been like, uh, you know, watching, uh, I don't know, like Pokemon shit. And then you're like, you're, you're, you're 21, dude. I, I would start panicking. And uh, he's like, Dad, I just don't know how to talk to women. I've never talked to a woman before. I've just seen them on my phone. And then uh, you're like, uh, no, no, you got to go. I'm going to – would you say like, come on, I'm going to take you out and we're going to get Well, to it would
3: definitely need a conversation with the person that you're introducing them to because it can go back – it can backfire in a hurry probably. Like I've seen people in, in a strip club backfire and like or panic and it doesn't go like you thought. It was just going to be in good fun, and then they panic and freak out. And, oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that before too. Like I've seen, uh, you know, you throw, you throw your, you throw the drunk person up on stage, and oh, yeah. you know, you hope, you know, they're laying on their back, and then they just start freaking out. You know, when the stripper grabs their belt.
0: Oh yeah, they don't like it. Because- they don't like
3: it, and then the fucking security guard comes up, and uh, the bouncer comes up, and he fucking yanks them off stage by their feet. And they do the old fucking thunk thunk on the ground. Well, first the head hits the stool, and then yeah. they hit the dirty ass floor. All right,
0: I'm. A, I got you. Go ke- first, Kev. Oh. No, I'm going to tell the story then because this is too good of a this is too good of a tie-in for me not to tell the Charters Stag story. And because it's it's this is we should have got beat up. We should have got thrown out. Oh, this warrants a story. But we never did because the bouncers were laughing so hard. Oh, that's even better. And uh, so, anyways, Dave is a puddle, an absolute puddle. At his, uh is, we've been drinking all day, you know. Like, in the, so by the time we get to this this strip club, he is already like he's high eye eyed drunk. He's
3: past win number three and four and five, and he's he's toast.
0: Yeah, like if you did send him in the back room for a dance, like he would fall asleep back there, and the lady come out and say, "Yo, it's like uh, hundreds of dollars, right?" And uh, he was just a like a not not functioning. He wasn't there. He has no memory of it at all. Like he was just drunk, you know. And uh, his brother's the best man. He's like really wanted to get him back for whatever hijinks Dave was up to for his, you know, his. Right. So he wanted to get Dave up on stage in the worst way. So he's been back there just annoying the DJ the whole time to get Dave put up on stage, right? And uh, so eventually it's like two o'clock in the morning. It's like about last call, you know? And they say, there's a guy that's going to be marrying a girl named Teresa and he's here tonight. We'd like to bring him up on stage. Let's come up here, Dave, you know? And so Dave goes up on stage and, uh, this, this girl comes out. She's the feature of act of the evening. Miss, her credit was miss nude Portugal. Oh, perfect. Oh yeah. So, uh, anyway, she comes out and her act is, uh, glow in the dark paints she's going to she has glow in the dark paints right so dave's sitting there uh just just stumbles up there you know and i go to the side stage because i know
3: this could go wrong
0: it, he's he's barely walk yeah. you know like Whatever. so like this is really really close and the bouncers aren't really that happy about it at the beginning cuz they know how drunk he is and stuff so he goes up on the stage, and the first thing they do is they make him like kneel down in front of the girl, right? And uh, the girl, the girl's n- naked, I think. Yeah, she's naked. And then the uh, Dave, Dave kneels down, and then uh, she takes his shirt off, right? And he wanted to wear this. Sh- we wanted to wear the shirt that said it's all about the vulva. It was a t-shirt, <laughs> and it was a guy in like a vagina. Costume And there's a picture of him wearing this vagina costume. And we said, just wear that T-shirt. And he's like, no, I don't want to wear that. It's embarrassing. You're just trying to embarrass me because you think I'm fat. And then uh, he wore this uh, 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 cruise shirt. He had a, a, a shirt picked out for his honeymoon cruise. He wanted to wear <laughs> that one instead. Oh, boy. So, anyways, the stripper takes the honeymoon cruise shirt off. And then she gets out these paints, you know. And so what she does <laughs> oh, is. <laughs> oh, no. I can just <laughs> is she takes the paints and she writes on Dave's chest, a lick me, is what she wrote on Dave's chest with these uh, with these paints. And then she dips it in the paint, and she hands the paintbrush to Dave. So Dave starts swirling around her, her boobs, you know, with the, with the paintbrush, you know. And then she uh, she takes the paintbrush from him, she dips it in the paint, and then she puts a stripe down his nose, she puts one down his one cheek, she puts one down his other cheek, and then she hands puts it in the in the paint again she hands it to dave and dave takes the paintbrush and he shoves it in her mouth (laughs) no way (laughs) yeah shoves it (laughs) just like direct hit (laughs) mushed in her teeth fluorescent orange paint just like coating her whole inside of her mouth no
3: i did not see this coming
0: <laughs> and uh you guys are all shocked at this point. oh i'm banging the stage banging the stage <laughs> laughing so hard i didn't see it coming at all dave just <laughs> rammed it in her mouth he was upset that she painted his face i guess so then he <laughs> <laughs> he shoves it in her mouth this girl's like, as mad as I've seen a, a stripper on stage be, and she's just like, get this fucking guy out of here, right? The bouncers are laughing, but they're, like, running over to me saying, is this guy yours? You know, get him off of there. And then, uh, so I to go up on stage to get Dave off because Dave's not coming off stage. Oh, no, he wasn't done That's yet. a bug. Dave's walking around. The girl's a professional. The girl's already got her. Uh, she realizes, fuck the act with this guy. I'm going to go pick up my tips. So she's sitting there picking up toonies with her tits or whatever she's doing on the side stage. Yeah. And Charters is shirtless just walking around the stage, <laughs> doing doing a laugh. Now he starts rifling through her stuff.
3: Oh boy. No, no.
0: And she's sitting there literally like pushing her tits together, you know, over some guy who's lying on his back on stage. And, he, and she looks back and this guy's going through her bag. Yeah. And uh, she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he goes, I'm looking for a fucking towel, right? <laughs> and then they're, the bouncers are starting to get, like, kind of a little bit more animated now, or they're, they're laughing, but they're all like, get him off of there, yeah. you know? like
3: so I
0: got I to go grab him on stage, and we grab him. He's shirtless. He's carrying the crew shirt now, <laughs> and we really had to carry him into the bathroom and, and wipe his, like, chest down with, like, those brown paper towels to oh. get the pain out of his chest with the sandpaper towel yeah those like totally non-absorbent <laughs> yeah. paper towels
3: piece of plywood yeah <laughs> the, the water like
0: beads up on the top of it you yeah. know yeah slice of wood yeah <laughs> fucking anyways that was oh. the funniest thing i've ever seen but oh. i don't know how i don't know how to make it any- and his brother was like really mad like you ruined it you ruined the whole night i'm like what he didn't just ruin anything. That's made the th- night
3: for everybody. Yeah. That
0: is my favorite thing I've ever seen with my own two eyes. Because that girl, like, thought that... She was she getting has-
3: one up on Dave, and she never did. Dave, never, Dave, ever did. Dave won that battle. Oh. Maybe not the war, but he won the battle.
0: Oh, I think he won the war, everything. Because... You want to know why? Because, like, all the power that she had was based on something that didn't impress Dave at all. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he wasn't and, in the market for whatever she was selling. So, like, all the things that would make him, like, behave himself, like, when she took a little bit of a liberty on him, he was like, fuck you. Yeah. You know?
3: He made her crumble.
0: Oh, when she was yelling at him, too, the funniest part was, like, her teeth were all orange. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> they were glowing. So, so, like, she couldn't get it all out of her mouth. So, as she's yelling, you just see her whole orange inside of her mouth from her eating that fucking <laughs> <blood> <laughs> bridge, oh,
3: Godzilla. Oh, man. Boy, did she not see that coming. No.
0: no. That's the thing about uh, uh, I don't think Dave saw it coming, either. Like, it wasn't premeditated at all. It was just, a, like, an impulse thing. <laughs> impulse. Boof, right in her mouth. That is so funny to me like, like that he is a beauty because you'll get him like I'll get a story like that about once every five years where he'll just do something that I didn't under no circumstances would even think of doing something like you couldn't even have planned it. Like I couldn't have in my mind made that up. Yeah. I didn't see that going in your mouth. And then when he did it, I was like, <laughs> that is perfect. Like, like <laughs> You can't get any better than that. Like. Like the look on her face, the look, she didn't, she didn't see it coming at all. Like she had no idea that he was going to do this. Just being playful. <laughs> and then she's probably thinking like, he's probably going to go back to the tits again. Or like maybe this time he's going to try to get at my wazoo or something. Yeah. And but he was like, no, no. I'm going to make your night suck. You touch my face, I'll touch your face, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he just, like, went right in. Right in the pie hole. Oh, man. And you went from a girl who was being this, like, the whole sexy act immediately was gone. Angry. And it was just this angry, like, uh, woman who was, like,
3: uh, uh, obviously dealt with asshole drunks before, yeah. you know. Like, it was, But like, this is now on her top list of oh she's got worst it. experiences in my life i mean that
0: can't be one of her highlights the fresh oh no, my no. Yeah. Yeah. uh man it was for the the bouncers there that night though because they they had never seen anything like <laughs> they were laughing their
3: asses oh out. i would and if i were them i would have done too
0: like they were saying like you guys are all kicked out like when i when we were <laughs> taking them off on taking them off stage they were saying to us like you guys are all kicked out, eh? And uh, and we go, oh, yeah, we totally know we're kicked out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, there's
3: no disputing this.
0: No, no. We're going to give you no problems whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, we, we're going to leave anyways. It's like last call. And we got to get a sausage at that sausage cart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's no question. We got to get in that line. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You ever leave the downer without getting a sausage?
3: Oh, you got to get a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. You got to get something. It'd be something. crazy not to. Soak up the booze, man. Yeah. Anyways, those are my favorite. Street sausage. Well, we ended on a real high one there. We, we ended, ended up. We, we started out with a nice Mardi Gras. Yeah. We ended up with a nice uh, uh, charter's uh, assaulting a, a lady of the, or sorry, a exotic dancer story. It's a theme. And uh, really, if you're gonna tell stories uh, on a program like this, this is the way to do it. We fucking nailed it again, guys. Fuck yeah. We got her. Uh, Guys, if you're listening to this program and you think, you know what? I like it. You know what? One of my friends would like it too. Then what did you do is you fucking tell them, you know? Oops. You guys should tell them. I have my ad on the whole time. But tell them and then uh, tell them, uh, listen to us or uh, give us some uh, feedback. You can go to live from the Dutch hall You can go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, um, fucking whatever else you can think Not TikTok. I won't do it. Won't do it. No. But, uh, Dumb. anyways, i give you enough places you can find me on the interweb or live from the Dutch hall.com. That's a great site. You go on there. And I actually am up for doing shows. So if you want to book me for a comedy show, I don't care. I'll come to your backyard. I'll come to your, uh, fucking house hospital bed whatever you want i'll tell I you do a, a nice joke. bar mitzvah i'll do whatever yeah bar mitzvah you want to hear some tick jokes at your bar mitzvah i'll be telling a bunch of 12 year olds uh, nice good dirty fucking cock jokes you know? <laughs> and i they better like it guess what i do i don't know another gear beaver i don't even want to
3: exactly yeah. nothing but high gear
0: <laughs> that's right so guys uh things are opening up out there and uh hopefully you're gonna be having some fun soon enjoy your summer and uh happy belated Canada Day. Until next week, we will see you N T, see you next Thursday.
2: That's fantastic.